to, to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 9. I just want to look at a quick thought. Uh, we, uh, we dealt with something here this morning, but I want to give you uh, just a thought uh, here tonight in Isaiah chapter 9. This wonderful prophecy, 700 years before the birth of Christ. And uh, as we talked and have been dealing with in our Sunday school hour, this is just a miracle of miracles that, uh, that God uh, would bring about uh, the virgin birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and all of the prophecies that were miraculously fulfilled in the coming of the Lord. And uh, we read in, in verse 6, "...unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder." His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We, we dealt with that this morning. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it, to establish it with justice, with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so here's this wonderful prophecy. And, and by the way, we are... Uh, we are heading in the direction of the ultimate fulfillment of this particular passage of Scripture. And it's going to be fulfilled in, in the millennial reign of the Lord Jesus Christ as He sits upon the throne of, of David and establishes uh, His kingdom here uh, upon this earth. Um, read just, uh, I'm going to throw this in because I came across this just, uh, just this week. And I believe just this year, 2022, has brought the greatest immigration into Israel uh, for the past 23 years. And uh, was uh, just thousands of Jews uh, flocked their way back into Israel. And uh, I believe we are preparing for these end-time events. And it's uh, like we've said before, it's like a bird that uh, is directed instinctively to go south in the wintertime and the north in the summertime. I believe God has put it upon the heart of the Jews to go back to their homeland. And God is bringing them back in this war in the Ukraine with Russia and the Ukraine. A lot of Jews in that region of the world. And they have made their way back into Israel where this kingdom is going to be established. Now, here tonight, I just want to look at a quick thought. And I want to give something here for us. His name shall be called Wonderful. We preached on that last year. And then we preached several times on this thought of He is the mighty God, the everlasting Father. We dealt with the Prince of Peace this morning. But I have not taken this thought of the Counselor, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Counselor. People go to school, to colleges, and they pay thousands of dollars to get a degree. In psychology, psychology or psychiatry, going to counseling and and uh, many, uh, many pay thousands of dollars uh, just to uh, seek counsel. And uh, most of the counsel of the world, I'll just throw out there, I'm very leery of it. Because any counsel that is contrary to the Word of God is, uh, is not solid counsel. The counsel that we need comes from the Word of God. And the Lord Jesus Christ is the counsel. The only counsel worth anything is that which uh, uh, focuses upon, upon God and upon the Word of God. And He's the answer for everything. Uh, you ever notice that everybody else seems to know what your answers are for your problems? And you ever have people give you answers for your problems and they're dealing with the very same thing to even a greater degree, but they know all of a sudden what you need. And they have the counsel. But there is a counselor here tonight that has everything. There's a counselor that knows the right direction. He knows the right answer. He's the true counselor. And I want to just a thought for us here tonight. Because really, 
In this coming year, uh, we need the direction, we need the wisdom, we need the counsel that only Jesus Christ can give to us. Uh, you think about this counsel of the Lord. Uh, there is no other that is all-knowing. Uh, he is omniscient. That means he knows everything. He knows the beginning from the ending. He sees everything. Just quickly, uh, turn your Bible back to Psalm 139. And uh, I've been often blessed uh, with the thoughts of David in this particular psalm. And um, here we look at Psalm 139. And here's what David expressed in this psalm in verse 1. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. There's no other person that knows you like the Lord Jesus Christ. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thy compasseth my path and my lying down art acquainted with all my ways. There is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely darkness shall cover me, uh, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day and the darkness and the light. They are both alike to thee. And really uh, what, what that's expressing, the Lord knows all about you. Uh, he knows where you are. He knows what you're thinking. He knows every detail of your life. He goes on to describe in this passage that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, and I believe here's an indication of uh, life begins at conception. And uh, this very clearly set forth in the Word of God. God knows every detail. He's all-knowing. He sees everything. And here's a thought about him being the wonderful counselor. He's always right. He's never wrong. He will never lead you astray. Uh, he always has your best in mind. And so the counsel that he offers to you is going to be that counsel which is always the best for you. And on top of this, he never lies. Uh, he tells the truth. Always. What a counselor. And so in seeking counsel, the greatest place and position you can go is to the Lord Jesus Christ and to the Word of God. In fact, I would challenge you, all counsel should be compared to the Word of God. Amen. And if the counsel that you receive is contrary to the Word of God, you throw away what you receive and go back to the Word of God. This is the counsel. Uh, we think about his being the great counselor, the wonderful counselor. Uh, he's the only one that can tell you the way of salvation. His Word tells you that. And there are many religions in the world that will give you a false hope and direction of salvation, but he gives true counsel as for your soul and gives the right direction. Uh, he gives the right counsel in family. We talk about having family counselors today. Uh, the one that gives you the right counsel is the Word of God. And the Word of God can direct you into how to raise your family and to raise your children and parents uh, you need counsel in raising your children. You need counsel in dealing with your families. You need counsel dealing with your, your grandchildren or, or whatever it be. Uh, you need the counsel that God gives you from His Word uh, in your business or in your workplace. He's the one that can give you the counsel. And uh, you'll find throughout the Word of God, many principles in Proverbs will tell you how to have a godly business. 
how to do a business the right way. Uh, he gives counsel for every single problem that you have. There's no problem that you're going to deal with or face, but what he doesn't have, the answer for you, the right counsel, the right direction. And so I just give uh, a challenge to you tonight that my Jesus, uh, he's the wonderful counselor. And so in your life, in your needs, in your direction, and in, in your uh, purpose for life, would you seek the counsel that the Lord Jesus Christ has to give to you? And you'll find that he will never, ever, ever lead you astray. If you will follow the word of God and follow his direction. You know, I find that so many Christians today, and I just want to throw this thought for you. I, I'm burdened today. Because in our churches, young people are being led astray sexually, uh, out of purity, away from the principles of God. They're receiving the counsel that comes from the world, the counsel that comes from Hollywood. Uh, there's no more purity, no more thought uh, today about that purity in our world today. And God wants his people to be pure and holy. And you know, there. let me just throw out, there are some things that ought to be reserved for marriage. Unmarried couples got no business. You know, there's some counsel that comes from God's word that is true and right. And if you will follow the counsel that God gives to you, the counsel of God's word, if you will follow the direction that God gives, you'll never regret it. Never regret it. He will give the counsel that will lead you to peace. He'll give the counsel that will lead you to victory. He'll lead you the counsel that leads you to eternal life. He'll give you the counsel that will raise your life up to be used of God. He'll give you the counsel that will change your life forever. Uh, I would just challenge you, don't follow Hollywood, okay? Don't follow the education system of our world today. Uh, follow the counsel that God gives to you from his word. Compare everything to the word of God. I gave this testimony before, but this testimony is just what God did in my heart. Uh, I was in college. I, I was always taught you respect your authority. I believe that's true. Uh, my dad was a uh, great testimony of that. Um, I had a, a class that uh, I, I was struggling with, philosophy. And uh, so I, I went to the philosophy tutor. Uh, because uh, I knew that I was struggling with some of the things. And uh, while I was at that philosophy tutor, the philosophy tutor made a statement. He said that the story of Adam and Eve was a mythical story. And he said that in reality, God made the world, but he did so through evolution. Okay, this is the philosophy tutor that's saying this. And he said that uh, in reality that those six days were millions of years. Okay, that's all a lie, by the way, because God created the world in six days, and that's very clearly set forth in the Word of God. Uh, but this is the philosophy tutor that's sharing that. I, I remember going back to my room, and at about that same time, I had a teacher uh, that began to say that uh, he made the statement that God is not a God of wrath, that God is a God of love. And that God, or Moses misunderstood God, that God would never direct uh, Moses to go in and destroy nations. Now again, that's, those are lies, because God was bringing judgment upon the Canaanite nations. And God is a God of wrath. And you will never understand the love of God until you understand the wrath of God. That God is holy, that God is righteous, that God must and will judge sin. 
and that God must deal with Sodom and Gomorrah and God must deal with the United States of America. And you must understand those are principles of God's word. Now, uh, I was a little confused because I'd always been taught that you listen to your teachers. I remember going back to my room and falling on my knees before my bunk bed. And I remember saying, Lord, I'm, I'm confused. I've always believed that you're God. And I've always believed that the Bible is your word. But I'm having teachers that are teaching me otherwise. And I remember suddenly it just pops into my heart and mind. Let God be true, but every man a liar. And I made a decision there upon my knees, there in that college dorm room, that I would take the Word of God, that the Word of God would be my final authority, that I would compare every teaching to the Word of God, I would compare counsel to the Word of God, I would use the Word of God as the guide and the counsel of my life. That decision made all of the difference in the world. In my class, there were a couple of minister majors. They were majoring to be pastors. And I know of two of them that today claim to be atheists because their foundation in the Word of God was destroyed. You see, he is the wonderful counselor. And he will never fail you. Make this Bible the anchor, the book of your life. You know, follow the Bible for your home, for your family, for your marriage, for your children. Follow the Bible. This book will never lead you astray. I want with that thought to go to the Lord. Let's